jump into the epic world of Avatar The Last Airbender. With Nickelodeon's official companion podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the You Up podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer, host of You Up with Nikki Glazer. Every day on Sirius XM, Monday through Thursday, 10 to 12 Eastern. You get it. You know it. You should get a Sirius subscription so you can hear the whole damn show. But this is just the podcast. This is a special episode. I am joined by... Puddles here, Andrew Collin, a.k.a. Drip Drip. Okay, well, a.k.a. Drip Drip. Do, do people call you Drip Drip? No, I, don't, I guess it didn't work there. Uh, well, if you're new to the podcast, Andrew Collin is a, a regular on the, the show. He's there every Wednesday. Um, Andrew Collin is his name. Puddle Boy is his nickname that he gave himself because he makes all the ladies puddle. One lady. One lady DM'd him that she got puddles in her pants after he was on a podcast. Not this one, a different one. And that's why the name is that. Yeah, well, it might have been an accident, too. I don't... Yeah, she seemed enthusiastic, but since then, there's been five. Okay. So, I'm moving on. Well, this wasn't... Isn't what the show is about, but... (laughs) Today we're talking about New York City survival stories, and God, uh, we got some good clips for you. We start out with um, one of, I hope this never happens to me again, what you're about to hear. Um, It was harrowing, to say the least. Um, I got locked out of my apartment, and um, here's what happened. Take a listen. I not blame this on my father. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Haley's comet. She waved. All those songs sound the same. Uh, why you always running in oh, place? Oh, yeah. Here comes a man on the moon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> glycerine. <laughs> that, yeah, there we go. Like All of them. <laughs> <laughs> glycerine. Glycerine. There I am. Only songs I know um, in that genre. genre. Um, so last night, I was supposed to go over to my friend's house um, to hang out before my 9 o'clock set at the stand. Mm-hmm. It is 6.45 at the, in the evening. I am about to leave my house to go get in a cab to go to her place. Brushing my teeth to leave. There is a delivery downstairs. I'm four floors up. They take a while to get up. I buzz them in. They come all the way up. Um, they deliver it. And they, whenever someone delivers stuff and doesn't just leave it in the foyer downstairs, I always tip them because they have to climb four flights. So mm-hmm. he drops the bag at my door. Luigi's barking. I go to grab a tip. I go to the door and Luigi runs out, starts barking at him. And I go, I have a tip for you. I have a tip for you. And Luigi's like, uh, the guy is already down one flight. And I'm like, I have a tip. I have a tip. Luigi starts chasing him down the stairs and the guy just can't handle it. And is I just go, keep walking, keep walking. Like I'll drop it to you or whatever. So then I grab my keys and my purse for some reason, because I'm like, uh, just everything I need will be in these things. Yeah. And because I'm like, I got to get Luigi and a leash. And I run after Luigi, the door slams, and I realize that mm, I had just come back from a run. I take my keys off my keychain to go for a run, so it's not a bulky uh, keychain. No. Did not return my keys to the keychain. I am keyless. I am phoneless. But I do have my purse, and I do have a leash, thank God, because Luigi is now out. Marion yeah. is inside the apartment. Um... I'm brushing my teeth, so my mouth is filled with 
semen. Um, <laughs> no, I'm. It's filled to the brim with like toothpaste. I just take a hard swallow because I have nothing. I have nowhere to yeah. spit it. I just swallow my tooth. That was the most disgusting thing of the whole thing. Uh-huh. Swallow my toothpaste. I chase the dog downstairs, leash him, give the guy the tip. And then I realize, okay, my dog sitter who lives across the street, not Andrew, this chick that I have watched them during the day when I'm at work. Yeah. She has my keys. She has keys. So I go to her apartment. There's eight people that live in her apartment. Like she lives in like a commune. Mm-hmm. No one's home. I'm buzzing. They're not letting me up. Then I go to Anya's because then at least I can go use her computer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anya's not home. She lives across the street. Then I go sit on my stoop because geniusly, before this all happened, I texted Andrew because I wasn't going to be able to get back to my dogs at any point in the night before midnight. So yeah. it was going to be from six to midnight that they would be unwalked. So I was like, he had just been there at five, but I go, can you come back again? He goes, I can do 730, man. And I was like, that's great. I'll take it. <laughs> So I had arranged for him to come at 7.30. It's 6.40, I get locked out, okay? Yeah. By the time I get back to my stoop, after knocking, it's 7 o'clock. Get back to my stoop, just waiting for a half hour. Andrew doesn't come um, at 7.30. He's supposed to show, and he's not there. He's usually pretty prompt. And um, and I don't have a phone, and I'm just waiting outside on my stoop, smoking pot because from my vape pen, because I did have that in my purse. Nice. And I'm hating Luigi. Hating. <laughs> Furious. Yeah. Then I mean, the guy next door. Yeah. So what were you going to say? No, no. I, I've, it's yeah, just him running I out. Yeah. hate him. <laughs> I am so mad at him. He can sense it. We are just not doing well. And I'm like, this is it. This is our send off. Like, I hate you. And I'm so <laughs> glad you're leaving. You yeah. were the worst. Because you wouldn't listen to me. And the guy, and it's, you know, like what you trace it back. You're like, what if I was, what if I didn't tip him? What if he didn't walk That's all the way good, up? That is a good thing to take Why away from I this. Why didn't I order this thing? Why, I shouldn't order clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all the things that I'm going back uh-huh. in my head. Don't get a dog. Don't move to New York. Don't be alive. <laughs> so then the guy that runs the pizza place right below me um, comes over to the my stoop and is buzzing the apartment um, above the restaurant because he's like, there's a leak above the restaurant. This is so annoying. Like, and I can't get a hold of them. They're not there. No one's there. But there's a leak. There's it's leaking into my restaurant. And I'm like, oh. And the guy's really nice. And he's like, gets my dog's water. And he's just really sweet. His name is Shy. He's from Israel, and he runs a restaurant, a pizza place in Chelsea, below my apartment, which I'm not gonna say because I don't want anyone to know where I live. <laughs> so then, um, Shy is like. Talking to me about everything, like he goes, why don't you just like sit here and wait for your dog walker because Andrew's nowhere to be found. So at 7.30, I move over to a table right next to my stoop and I'm having coffee and panicking because then Shy lets me use his phone. I go, oh, you know what? I'll Instagram Anya or email Anya yeah. that, oh, no, what I thought was I'll, I'll call my mom. So I called my mom. She's the only number I know. This is yeah, the thing yeah. people- Yeah, I've done this before. Memorize numbers because <laughs> your mom's is the only one you know. Called my mom. She's in an art class with my sister, so she's not picking up. I called my dad, the other number I know. He's like, your mom's in an art class. I don't have Anya's number. My mom has Anya's number. I don't have it memorized. I used to have Anya's number memorized when I stole yeah. her CVS card, but I've forgotten it <laughs> since then. So then I- Go on Facebook. I go on Instagram. All of it requires two-step verification. So it's sending a code to my phone so that I can get into it. So I cannot get into any Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, nothing. Yeah. No, no way to get into anything. Jesus, so then this two-step verification, and it, it turns out it it's a curse. It fucks me. It fucks me. This is this has fucked me before too. Yeah, it's fucked me a couple times. You leave your house without your phone. Yeah, it's crazy. 
people, I'm Disable literally it. think about what you would do in this circumstance because it will happen to you. Uh huh. And at some point, we're all gonna be without phones because there's gonna be some cyber hack, and we're gonna be screwed. If someone fucked with the phones uh-huh. and made it so you couldn't get online or talk to anyone, we're all screwed. We yeah. have no coping mechanisms. Yeah. No one has a radio. I have to become better friends with Andrew. You just like have to like exactly. know only the people that are in your direct vicinity. I know. So he, <laughs> so he's not showing. I'm waiting there. Finally, he shows up, and the and they're also by this time my super showed up because there's a leak in the apartment above the restaurant. Yeah, my super showed up. And at one point, Shy goes, the manager goes, do you live, you live above us? And I go, he goes, right above? Because there's a leak. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm I'm four floors up. He goes, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I go, well, I'm, I was, he goes, well, you're not above us. And I go, well, technically I, I am. And he goes, ah, well, you know, it's, we're, we're worried about the one above. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So then I finally get up to my apartment because Andrew gets here. Are they just going to come right in? If you want them to. Um, can we wait until I just finish my story a little bit? Okay. So. Then it is, I get to my apartment, so Andrew finally arrives at 8.15, 8.30. Yeah. Wow. I've been waiting so long. Uh-huh. He shows up, and I go, why are you late? And he's like, oh, I thought I was doing you a favor, dude, because the dogs had just been walked, and he was doing me a favor. And under any circumstances, that uh-huh. would be better but for me. But because you were fucked. He lets me up, and my apartment um, the super is already up in front of my door because, first of all, Marion's barking like crazy. Uh-huh. And when I was brushing my teeth, I left the faucet <gasps> running, and my sink is so, so shitty that it clogged, and it's no. flooded. For an hour and a half, it was running. That was the leak. Oh, that my was God. the leak that everyone was like, yeah, right, it couldn't be you. And I didn't even think about it. because That's I, insane. But then all of a sudden, I'm like, my toothbrush, everything is coming together. Flooded. That was horrible to remember and to live through again, but I learned my lesson. I'd never leave. Well, I got my sink fixed, and I think that happened in, like, May of last year, and I think I got my sink fixed in mid-December of this year, so that just shows you how on top of things I am. Um, Let's get to the next clip. Uh, What did I give? What is this? Driving Habits in New York City. Driving Habits in New York City. Nikki gave a FU to someone in a Mini Cooper. I don't even remember doing this, but you're about to hear about it. We're in studio with Mike Baldwin. Um, Andrew, any other comments about... It seems like something you would do. It seems like something I would do? I hate Mini Coopers. (laughs) What's your least favorite car? My least favorite car? Probably a... I mean, I know it's cliche, but probably a Hummer. Just because oh. they're just such a drain on energy and... But yet you flicked off a Mini Cooper. Yeah, because they probably did something terrible. I don't even know what they did, but let's listen and find out. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. You Okay, let's get back to you and, yeah. and wasting money. And what? okay, because here's the thing: my favorite thing about you is your van. Like that's that. I don't about, have it anymore. Well, I, I had I had a, a '95 Dodge Caravan. I put 281,000 miles on it, and reverse stopped working at like 150,000 miles. <laughs> but I quickly learned how to like. You don't need reverse. Yeah. On a on a vehicle. See, you would <laughs> think you would think I, if a reverse didn't work on a car, you'd go. Well, I can't drive this thing but tell us how you can <laughs> oh i mean you just plan ahead okay that's you you park facing up so then gravity becomes your reverse i mean where are you parking in san francisco maybe you can terrifying. park on a hill but like yeah. if you're in denver I mean, it's very you only flat. need the slightest oh. incline 
Interesting. Oh, and the, do you also Flintstones it though? I do. Okay. I Flintstones it a few times with the door open and my foot like just pushing. And then every once in a while, you get into that situation where you have to be like, "Excuse me, can you help me push my van backwards?" Right. And then you have to pretend like it just happened. And that's and when that you get. Them. I can't happen. be like for the last five years I haven't had reverse. I'm like for some reason my reverse mm. isn't working right now. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. can you just push me backwards? What's and- been the worst situation to not have reverse in? Um, well, I don't know if this was the worst, but just in like the Taco Bell drive through mm. was a bad, uh, cause oh, like I, yeah. the car in front of me like got their food and then pulled forward like a half car length and right. then like realized that they needed more sauce or something and, <laughs> and you had put already their pulled reverse out. lights uh, on and I'm just on there oh, yeah. in the store and they're behind me. They're, they're, oh, we all have that where someone can't get out of a parking garage and they're like, back up. Uh, right. oh, and I'm just like, no, or they get too ambitious on a light or something and they get in the Ugh. intersection like, Oh, I guess I can't Oh, go. I screamed a loud uh, fuck you today to a Mini Cooper ooh. who blew through a light. And you just don't do that in Manhattan. You don't yeah. run red lights. There's too many pedestrians. Too it's many. so dangerous. Yeah. And then he literally pulled up one, bl- like he didn't make any light yeah, that you're not was gonna helpful. Make, you're not going to make any it, headway here because he all the lights right line up. Yes, right. exactly. It was so... So I just yelled a hearty fuck you, and um, and it felt great yeah. and uh, so justified. And just and in it the was rain. A, he was in a Mini Cooper, so it's like, <laughs> and it was bitch. the rain, so yeah. he would have never gotten out of his car to like confront me. <laughs> it just felt so good. Did he, but so, but it was also raining, which means his windows were up, and he wasn't yeah, listening. But I, I mean, a he hearty one where I, his, oh, he heard it. Did he? Maybe not. <laughs> I, got, I get honked at all the time because I stop at, I stop appropriately in my mind. Like, yeah. like at four-way lights, people will just keep going after the light turns yellow, and then they're stuck in the middle of the intersection. Yeah. So then the light turns green for the other people, and nobody can the go. The best city for that is L.A. So, like, I'll stop when the light yeah. turns yellow because right. I'm like, if I go, then I'm going to be blocking the intersection, and people are behind me honking, honking. and like, what the fuck yep. are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm being appropriate here. Yeah. Like, I'm letting everybody Have else Have you driven go. in L.A.? It's yeah. crazy. I, I live oh there for uh, yeah, you a, a year or so. Uh, that's right. And, and it's terrible. Uh, I loved it because on a, on a uh, if you're turning left on a yellow like a green arrow and then goes to yellow or whatever you can they let up to like four cars. It's crazy go. how many go through and people go fast. People are on top of it. Like yeah. I like I like initiative. I don't like this herky jerky. Like am I gonna? It's like yeah, this is the rule that go. we break the rule. Yeah. I, like I love it. that. I learned Man. that you can't turn right on red in, in New York. In New York. Isn't that a- That's such a weird- Oh, thing. I didn't know that. I'd, are I, you kidding me? I've been illegally turning Shut right up. on red. No way. Anywhere? Or no, in Brooklyn? in New York State. That's what- What? No yeah. right on Holy red? Shit. I didn't know either um, until- really? I have been illegally turning right on red this whole time. You've been driving here for how long? Hold on, get those cops out of the studio. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, I Don't did not know. It. They're not signed, because usually there's a sign that's like, no right on red yeah, here. Yeah, right. no, that, do no. that here. It's like New Jersey where you pump your own gas. Like, uh, you can't oh pump God, your own gas. That's, that's a fucking, fucking heathen. Why do they do that? Uh, we all learned something there. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that was a great clip. To be honest with you guys, I'm not listening to these clips. They're going to be put in later. And I just want to be honest with my listener. I'm in a cabana right now in Los Angeles with Andrew Collin uh, doing podcast raps is what we call them in the game. 
they wrap around the actual audio that you're enjoying, uh, hence the word wrap. And uh, we just got Starbucks. Andrew and I came back to this hotel I'm staying at. There's like a cabana near a pool. And how do you feel right now, Andrew Collin? I don't feel cool enough to be here, and I don't want to take off my shirt because I'm too pale from New York City. Andrew is in Los Angeles right now wearing a sweater and like fleece pants, and it's like 67 degrees. I mean, he couldn't look more out of his element. And you're wearing a new hat. Florida hat. Congrats. With a fish on it. With a fish on it, people. I mean, I'm really, I look cool as shit. I think I might get discovered today. <laughs> I hope your body is discovered <laughs> in a in a marsh <laughs> later on tonight. All right, our next clip on the show is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our next clip on the show is man. I thought I wasn't going to get worse than the first one. Um, I really have survived New York City. This is the story of when I got hit by a car in New York City in the year two thousand. I'm going to say twelve, but. Um, Pretty insane. I got hit by a cab. Not hard enough. Okay, he had to get that in there. Enjoy the clip. You've been hit by a car. I've been hit by a car. It's embarrassing. Yes. You just feel embarrassed because, and especially if you're not dead or really that injured from it, you just kind of walk away and everyone's freaked <laughs> out. Yeah. It's like when you faint, everyone goes, oh my God. And, and you're like, I'm fine. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm totally fine yeah. now. Like it's, it's really embarrassing to mm-hmm. hit, get hit by a car. That was the number one thing that got me out of the street. I, I got hit by a cab and like was, Damn. went up on the, the, the hood of the cab. Wow. And toppled onto the 10th Avenue from, and I thought I was going to die when the the car hit me. It was turning this corner. I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I had, I had the walk signal, so I yeah. had every right. He turned this corner, and my last words would have been, no, 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 <laughs> which I think are so many people's last yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're just like, <laughs> You just yeah. say like a weird noise. Dog, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That has got to be so many people's last yeah. words, but mine would have been, no, 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 you no, make no, the no, same no, noise no. as somebody you're like jiggling the bathroom handle. Yes, I'm in here. <laughs> um, and, but I really got up from getting hit by, the worst part of getting hit by a car was the embarrassment of it. Yeah. Because everyone on the street came over to me and was like, oh my God, and my my dress flew up over my head, uh-huh. and I was wearing a thong. I was in the middle wow. of 10th Avenue with no, uh, like, and when I wear a thong from the front, it's always, like, thonging me out in the front, too, you know? <laughs> it's like, I've got a deep crevice there, so it's always, oh, man. God, I'm on so many tangents. This weekend, I was on stage talking about my vagina. Like, you know, I do jokes about how it looks uh-huh. like a hastily packed suitcase right. and all the things. <laughs> and um, and I look down because I'm like, oh, you guys can see because I had a deep, deep camel toe. Like, my pants were very high-waisted, and it was slicing me in half. So you could see both sides of my vagina <laughs> yeah. very clearly, all the way up to, like, my sternum. Like, uh-huh. it was, you could see the the crease. And I was like, you guys, I don't even have to do the jokes about it. You can see what it looks like. And then I realized, not only that, my fly was down, too. So I was just, wow. like, assaulting this crowd on so many levels. It felt disgusting. I looked down, and I was like, this is gross. Like, I would be so grossed out if a man had his balls, like, that much, like, visible. Yeah. I was like, I felt really... Was, um, it, was a lip out? A lip wasn't out. I was like, a lip could have been out because I was also wearing a thong. And like I said, a thong just slices me up the yeah. front. That's and crazy. lips are everywhere. Nothing's tucked in when you're wearing a thong. Would splayed be the word to use? Yeah, that could Perhaps be. Splayed. It's the only time... It's never been needed to be used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that it's being used, but it is accurate. The uh, the, the you get hit with the dress coming up. That reminds me. Once I was going down some stairs into the subway, and the lady in front of me 
falls down the stairs, but does like a full head over heels fall down the subway stairs, but no underwear. So I'm walking down the stairs and it's just like pussy in my face. It was yeah. crazy. Oh, it was oh really my crazy. God. I felt like I had like evil magic powers. Like, did I make this happen? <laughs> what, what? What is this? Whoa. And then I wanted to be, I was like, are you okay? And she was with someone. So he was like, like, like you know, he was like comforting or whatever. But then I felt creepy even for asking because yeah, we all, yeah. we all just saw it. Like everyone sure. just saw that. It was really crazy. Oh my God. That's you don't crazy. wear no underwear with a dress. I mean, Dude. she was asking for it. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I just don't even know how you fall like that how do you fall yeah it was that, on the stairs you said right in an yeah. acrobatic manner i mean think about that to be feet in the air yeah falling down the steps that's a bad and fall. to be okay after that's i mean crazy. she was just you know it was that kind of shock thing where you're like are you okay you just want to be okay yeah, yeah. but who knows but you how don't you are that was me getting hit by a cab. Louis Katz was in studio with us. If you heard another voice and you're wondering who that was, that was comedian Louis Katz. Next up, oh, Dave Hill was in studio. Were you there this day? No, I was not. Do you know Dave Hill? He's very funny. Dave Hill's really funny comedian, uh, storyteller, uh, author, musician, guy. And he went on my podcast that I had in like... I had a podcast a million years ago with Sarah Schaefer called You Had to Be There, and he told the story on that. And so he asked him to come back into my serious studio and tell it the story again. And... I relived it like it was the very first time. This is one of the worst New York stories I've heard where someone survived. Let me say that. There's ones where people die where I'm like, they're worse. You know, 9-11. But um, this is not... It's close. (laughs) No, it's not. It is close. When I'm reading, it's close. Okay, enjoy it, guys. Here. He stubbed his toe? Buckle up. (laughs) Again? (laughs) He did not stub his toe. It's much worse. Enjoy it. Dave Hill shares a story about... Boy. This is just like the perils of living in New York City, I guess. Yeah, I was going out to, um, I was going out to a show, in at, at Littlefield in Brooklyn, and uh, and I was going down on the subway, and I I get, I got a, a gyro, which is what we call them from, in Cleveland. <laughs> it's um, so wrong. I know it's horrible. But I say gyro. What do you? That's gyro or hero, I guess. Gyro, right? I think is right. Yeah. But I, I, I go hard Cleveland for every gyro wherever okay. I am in the world. Yeah, I just go with it. <laughs> but <coughs> I want. I call soda pop. Okay, everything. I'm a monster. Yeah. But so I get on. I get on the train. It's rush hour. And uh, that I'm eating this gyro and it's like making a mess and I'm like everyone's looking at me because it's like I'm stinking the train up. So I get off the train. I'm like I should get off the train, and I I finish it at the next stop and and I I'm eating it all the way down at the end of the platform because I'm like disgusting. Yeah. And there's like. That's uh, nice of you. Yeah, yeah it's very, very considerate. Yeah. Most of this story, I'm very considerate, and um, and then I'm looking for a garbage can, but there isn't one, so. There's those storage bins at the end of the uh, the subway platform, so I'm like, I'll just set it down here, and I guess whoever cleans up, at least they won't have to bend over for it, you know? Yeah. I was really thinking this through, and all. Well, I love that it's not littering if you just set it gently on something. I just thought, well, that's better, right? Yeah. And like throwing it on the ground of the track. I came up with a song in college when we were drunk one night coming back from bars. When we had like a bag of food, and I was like, "It's not littering if you hang it on a pole." <laughs> <laughs> and so I always sing that. If you set <laughs> if you set a cup upright on the street, as opposed to knocking it over, that looks like litter. Yeah, yeah. Upright, this is absolutely you're just true. it's like it's one upright. step away from trash. Or you might be coming back for it. Yeah. Yeah, Who you knows? never know. But yeah, so I set it down. And as soon as I did, like this, turn off this homeless guy that was asleep on the other side of the 
the storage bin and he's like Rrr! and he gets up and and he you know looks all crazy he's like like a you know he he's been out been hanging out there for a while <laughs> a few weeks and uh and he's like back up and i i don't really move because i just think well, this is like a crazy almost guy yeah. and i don't move and he's like back up and i i, was, I maybe move a couple inches and then you know he keeps you know, and I'm just thinking, like, he he could be yelling at an imaginary person. I have sure. no idea. I'm, like, convinced he's not yelling at me, even though I'm the only person standing there. Uh-huh. And then he's like, back up or I'll throw this bottle of piss on you. And all of a sudden, from out of nowhere, he has this bottle of Gatorade <laughs> full of just, like, buttery hobo. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Like, <laughs> dehydrated, you know, just very <laughs> thick piss. Yeah. And he just unleashes it. And I'm like wearing a suit and everything. And he just destroyed me. Oh and I like God. turned. And somehow I turned and it missed my face. But it got all in my hair. Oh, God. And it's like dripping all over the place. God. And um, and people, you know, that are seeing this on the platform are just everyone's like, I'm getting the fuck away from these two crazy people. <laughs> you look like you're part of the riffraff. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. They're like, every, these two guys are both out of their minds. <laughs> And so, yeah, I, as uh, I just walked out, I had because I was like, I, I gotta, I can't go do this show right now. Did you say like, what the hell, man? Or like, were you just like accepting? Like, what is the feeling that washes over you when you are washed over with pee? I had this one, and not to not to pat myself on the back again in this story, <laughs> but I had this one moment where I was like, I'm I'm gonna fucking. Kill. And granted, I've never been in a fight in my life. Except on ice, but uh, <laughs> and uh, you know Canadian, sure. So uh, those fights don't even count. So I, uh, I was like, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. And then I, re- I used to work at a homeless shelter. So and I live so in New York. So you know how to kill homeless people. Well, yeah, I know how to just. T- I know their pressure points and all that. <laughs> so I was just like, I was like, oh man, this guy. He is. This isn't about me. <laughs> yes, <That's, laughs> this is about a lifetime of problems. Isn't about you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just was. like, you know what? You touche. You do. You keep. You know. And to be fair, you didn't back up. I didn't. Yeah, I did not listen. He gave me several chances <laughs> to avoid my fate, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, I was just like, uh, what do you do with your clothes? What do you do when you walk home? Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Did you how did you carry suit? yourself? Did you look at no. other people and go, uh, yikes. I got, I got, I got out of the train and it was rush hour, so there was no cabs. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh my on god. the phone, I forget who I called. But I was like calling someone, telling because you have to, you have to yes. share this. Share that one. And then, I the only car, uh, one of those like town cars stopped, you know. So I paid like twenty bucks to go five blocks to my house or whatever and uh and then i just then i had to like text people to tell them what was because you can't i didn't want him to over because i was literally drenched in piss yeah. in oh the back of this God. guy's car and um and then uh i go home and i'm like how do i get into my apartment without getting hobo piss everywhere you know i'm like <laughs> how do i so i yeah, I just took all the cl- all my clothes off, put them in a garbage bag, and then showered and put a new outfit on. And then I took the garbage bag to the dry cleaner, and I was just like, don't open this, just wash it, and I'll come back. 
And then they're like, okay. And then someone else working there just walked up and not having heard what oh, I said and no. just took it all out. And they're like, oh, this smells really interesting. What? Because <laughs> it's probably like a mixture of whatever lotions I was wearing <laughs> and piss, <laughs> whatever tinctures. And um, and yeah, so he got he got it on him. But I I still have the suit and I, well, I woke up and like, I, so I go in and do this show uh, and, and uh, I tell this story to uh, Kurt Braunholz on the show and I tell him what happened and he's like, Oh, you got a new eight minutes. Like that was his first, <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, Oh, this is great. And, um, and it ended up being a fun night. And, uh, but I woke up at four in the morning and it, you, you know, when you wake up and you're like, something is really bothering me i don't know what it is you know that feeling yeah, yeah. has that ever happened to you and you wake Not up really no. oh you're lucky i know you that, when you about. wake up and you're like what the fuck and i was like what and then you have to sit and go like what's on your mind dave and then i was like oh it's covered in hobo piss i think that's it and uh, <laughs> like it really stuck with me yeah no point and uh yeah. and then uh but and every time on the rare occasion when i wear but i know the exact shirt and tie and suit and anytime i wear any of them i'm like Yep, <laughs> but there I was just like I'm not throwing this stuff out. No, yeah. you shouldn't. A suit is too expensive. Yeah, it's too it's much. Too, um, and it's lucky now. Yeah, it's Everyone my luck. Everyone knows it's my lucky that's lucky. Suit. <laughs> the, I I just love the idea that anyone who witnessed that also has the greatest story ever. Like, yeah, uh, you I saw know, this I, guy get ruined by piss. I'm sure that they're on some radio show on this floor talking yeah. about the time that they <laughs> saw some guy get doused with piss. Man but gets like destroyed by piss. <laughs> That was Dave Hill. I hope you were as horrified as I was by that. A lot of cringing moments in that. Cringy moments. And then next up we have uh, Roland. He's our um, one of our bookers in um, House at Sirius. He books talent on the show. He is beloved by the comedy community. Been around forever. And uh, we love him so much. I invited him in studio because he is a very outspoken man spreader on the train. Like he just spreads open his legs and doesn't have any guilt about it. And so we invited him in to um, to defend himself. And boy, he he did so in a funny way. Do you know Roland? Yeah, of course. I love Roland. But man spreading, if you're not from New York, it's when a guy sits with his legs open. But women they tend to bring purses and they actually take up more room a lot of the time was that his argument no it wasn't his argument his argument was i'll well you'll hear his argument but i will let me defend people with purses <laughs> okay your purse when it's next to you doesn't expose your crotch to the whole train i think that's the part of manspreading i don't like it's like their crotch is just splayed out for everyone <laughs> yeah, and i don't like it jeans. i don't care it's still like opening it up to the world <laughs> you should be so lucky yeah i guess <laughs> Here's Roland defending manspreaders. Here comes Roland. Here comes he Roland. Uh, books our show and he works at Sirius. Really he is a beloved yeah. member of the UUP family. <laughs> We're talking about manspreading. You're the yes. You do it. Squirt, squirt, spread, spread. <laughs> oh no! Squirt, squirt, spread, spread. Spread, spread for all my manspreaders out there. No, there are none listening to the show right there now. There are there's a group people of who us. like the show. There's a group of us. We're out there. <laughs> We are. We are. He's the, a ma- men spread activist. We are if the assholes of the subway, and ladies, we know we're assholes. Oh, okay, God. so okay, that's the interesting thing is that I think man spreading. A lot of people think it happens, and the guy is unaware of it. Oh, we know. It's just how he sits. You do know. You know, a thousand percent. You showed. You told. You showed okay, us earlier. Roland you... showed us his sta- his his man spread yeah. stance, and it is a like it's there is a leg Roland. going out at, at about a, like a two o'clock angle. Yeah. You look like Michael Jordan in the like dunk the jump man. 
man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then I, sometimes I move my knee to the right so no one can sit to the right or and, left of me. And what is this? Why are you doing this on purpose? I don't want people to sit next to me. Okay. So on the subway, then I have extra room. And then I, people look at me disgust. I know they're talking shit about me. I just smile. I go, yes. Everybody wants extra room, though, they Roland. Do. <laughs> but they don't. They don't have the they don't have alphas like you. you no, know, one time, yeah, because I, I spread and a guy across from me spread. We both, we both made eye contact. We're like, yes. No, you didn't. Yeah, it was the greatest thing ever. Oh. It was like my only one moment of the other man spreader I met. Oh, you guys should I go hear shack if you've up. got backup. If you're a man or a woman spreader, call in eight four four comedy nine. Yeah, let's hear about it. Um, <laughs> I, I I really. Do, so, do you ever get confronted about it? Because that's oh, the yeah. thing is, oh, you do. So yeah, tell me an one instance. One guy goes, "Hey, asshole, close your legs." I go, "Okay, okay no, 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 no." <laughs> you pretended oh not to God. understand. Yes, that, it's it making him hate people. You fucking asshole. It takes you to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. So you play dumb. If, or, or if they if they, if they touch you, I start screaming like I'm crazy. Like, ah, ah. No, you don't. Do yes, you really, yes. Roland? You're in, you're insane. I, but it works. You're so crazy. No, everybody leaves me alone. That's the only. You time. really are crazy. It's the only but time like, I have my peace in the subway. Like yeah, you need to get serious to get you cars places. Yeah, they won't. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to resort to these tactics. Okay, I always sit as tiny as possible me too i i tried yesterday i actually there was a two-seater and a guy was sitting there and i tried to squeeze next to him and he got really like and he stood up and i go we can both fit and he was just like it's fine and was so mad at me Uh, and i'm like then yeah good now i get it oh a fellow man spreader yesterday (laughs) there was a lady eating you know your own yeah we're bros Yesterday there was a lady with her bag next to her, and she was eating Chipotle, just like a bowl, like sitting, Ugh. like all spread out on her. Yeah. And I, her knee was like way out, and I fucking sat next to her and bumped the Chipotle real hard. It yes. almost fell out of her lap. It felt so good. I mean, I've done that before too, where I like confront someone like that, and then you just have to sit next to them in it. I love it. I, I love that feeling. But a lot of times they'll feel. Wait, what if there's a pretty girl? Do you still Odds not care? Are so rare. I wouldn't care. Yeah, My so a pretty girl, you might like. No, I wouldn't move. You wouldn't move because you, it, it's that, more important. The odds that she goes, oh, this guy on a date is zero point zero. So that's a good point. That's like the odds are. It's, she's like, oh my god, we gotta do dinner. So I was like, <laughs> that's so funny. I, I just say, fuck it. Hey, pretty girl, back well, of the line. Now yeah. you never know. If you're a pretty girl who sees Roland on the train, fuck with him by being like, hey. Punk, why yeah. don't we go on a date? What if there's a woman That'll who's pregnant? Ways. Ah, that's her fault. <laughs> oh my god! I I spread for I, I don't I don't know. Okay, um, what about when um, child don't care? Oh yeah, children, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I know yeah. they need children to build need to- leg strength. Next clip, I don't really know what I'm going to be talking about in it because uh, the only description is that this is what New Yorkers are really like. So it's uh, it's definitely a clip from the show that um, where we really talk about what living in New York and being a New Yorker is really about. Andrew, any um, any thoughts on this next clip? <laughs> it's so general. New Yorkers, they love pizza and hot dogs, <laughs> don't they? Are hot dogs a thing in New York? <laughs> no, it's more Chicago. <laughs> yeah, you just switch cities. That's more Chicago. Okay. Um, but and- no one knows. They didn't have to know that. They could assume that New York... New York is like a hot dog. They do. Coney Island? Oh, yeah, Coney Island. Okay, so it... <laughs> okay, here's what New Yorkers are really like. It's a clip from the show. No other information about it. Enjoy it. This podcast is a nightmare, and I hope you're laughing along with us. <laughs> We're in a cabana. I got lotion. I did put lotion on. <laughs> 
somebody had their backpack on on the train, mm. and this lady goes, "Take off your backpack." Oh right. There's more people get on, and I was like, "That's one way to do it, I guess." Because now that guy will probably be like, every time he's got his backpack on, he's gonna remember that. Oh yeah. But you could be like, "Hey, you know, there's, there's a lot another of people way. on." Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You should take off your backpack. That doesn't occur to some people. I know. I think I th- when I first moved here, I honestly didn't know that no. that was a thing. It's something and, you have to learn by yeah. a woman screaming at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you or look at the signs. Someone. There's there's signs. signs, and that's how I learned. I, I learned a lot of my New York etiquette from just signs telling people how to be. Yeah, there's certain things that you don't pick up on, but that is certainly one of them. The backpack thing, because if you're listening at home, going like, "Why would a backpack?" It takes up a lot of space, upper body space, and if you yes. put it down by your feet and wrap your foot in the, I brought right. my foot, I put my foot through the th- strap so no one can just grab Same, it. Same, you know? yeah. But uh, it's, you, it's below, gross we all have sticks for legs, thing. but we yeah. have like these bulky masses for upper body, so it makes more sense to carry your masses below if yes. you're just standing. That's like that also is why it wouldn't have occurred to me because I didn't think about because in my head I was like, well, it's the same space whether it's up or down on yes. the train. But yeah, we're it's as Americans, a we're, yeah, yeah, it is. You're you're yeah. loading that Tetris square to go down. Uh, there's other things that like um, trying to think on the train where you just learn. I mean, it's just so weird living in a city where. Um, and if you haven't been to New York City, you haven't lived here, people often say, like, I could never live there. And it's like, you probably couldn't. Yeah. It's really annoying. It's Yeah, it- I, there's some people I can imagine moving here, and I would be like, I'm really sorry. There's no way that this is going to work it's- out. It's just too physically taxing sometimes. The thing My I grandma like about it. Here. No, she could never. When I see grandmas in the city, I go, get out of here. What are you doing? Get out go of relax here. somewhere. This is stressful. Uh, we're going to have grandmas no. marching outside of, our, of the building No, today. wheeling, just <laughs> walkering outside. If, if I always give it up for them. I'm like, wow, what a... Yeah sassy bitch it's more like i see myself later i'm like man i don't want to be no, here i won't I'm be here tired <laughs> i won't be here when yeah. i'm old because it's crossing the street is difficult you don't have enough time even if you do get the crosswalk to, yeah. if you're going slowly yeah. you know i've walked many an old woman across the street <laughs> just because i'm like i need to stay with you because i don't think you're gonna make it yeah and um and it's just the thing about new york that i think people don't know is that and the thing they always say is like New Yorkers are mean and don't ask for directions because it'll be like freshman, like first day of school freshman year. We'll point you in the wrong direction. And we'll yeah. say science buildings that way. Yeah, and then we're and gonna make you not. chug a Smirnoff ice, bitch. And then you gotta, yeah, you gotta <laughs> swim to the Statue of Liberty. But there's an easier way to get there. But <laughs> hazing. Um, we should start that. That's yeah, that's how fun. you get out. There. You gotta swim. Um, but New Yorkers aren't. It's not like they're nice. It's yeah. that they don't, they're not going to look at you. They're not going to care about you because you have to turn off any form of empathy or um, care about other people. Because if you did care, if you looked every person in the eye as uh-huh. you walked by them, and if someone has a joke about if you were racist living in New York, you would be exhausted. Mark Normand. That's a great joke. I think yeah. Sean O'Connor had a similar uh, sentiment about like, the, the same thing. He had a joke a long time ago, but th- that's oh, true. they're both hacks. It they're both sense. hacks, and we all know it, <laughs> and they know it, and now they definitely know it, because I've called it out. Mark Norman and Sean O'Connor, <laughs> they rip each other's material off constantly. Um, no, both hilarious comedians that made a similar point, which is you don't you, you don't look at anyone in New York City. You don't, st- you don't make eye contact 
As mm-hmm. a as a, someone who's like a celebrity, I bet you don't get recognized a lot because no one looks at anyone. I don't recognize celebrities are around me all the time because when I hang out with Pete Lee, he's making eye contact like it's Madison, <laughs> Wisconsin, eighteen sixty eight, like Town Square. That's how much he looks at people as he yeah. walks by them. So he'll constantly when I'm with him, I see celebrities at a crazy speed. Like yeah. he'll be like, "There's um, uh, what's the one guy with three names who is uh, in all the films?" Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, um, but he did see him at one point i think maybe the ghost okay um no the guy that uh always gets into character a lot he just retired oh uh, he was in the phantom thread ah damn it thomas lennon church but that's two people that aren't that are combining it's thomas christian haydenson that's a different one Thomas Hayden, it's not Thomas Hayden. That's Hayden's not who you're talking Everyone about. Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes, Daniel Day-Lewis. He saw Daniel Day-Lewis and then he saw crazy. another girl. Good job on that. Um, <laughs> he saw it. Anyway, I spent one afternoon with him. He saw a ton of celebrities, which they, this this island is combing with them. Yes. But you don't you don't make eye contact with anyone. Do you make eye contact with people? Not really, no. Because you Pretty can't. Pretty rarely, yeah. Because things you are sad. You step over homeless people that are yeah. literally calling out for help. I'm uh-huh. not even joking you. I walk by people that are, there was a man naked falling off a bench yesterday, which uh-huh. didn't make sense because he was like on the bench, yeah. but he was just leaning off it, falling off going, ah, and I was running past and I just go, ah, someone else will deal with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what you convince yourself of. That was what New Yorkers are really like. Still don't know what you just heard, but I, I'm assuming it was a good clip because my producer, Noah, uh, picked all of these clips and she is brilliant. Um, next up is we're ending on uh, a New York romance story. That's what Noah calls it in her notes to me about this podcast. Um, this was from the other day in studio. This is a fresh clip you've never heard before unless you listen to the show live. This was from Thursday's show. This past week Joe DeRosa was in studio Comedian Joe DeRosa And um, he and I used to date And so we talked about dating In our 20s in New York City And um, and oh boy Romance story Two grown adults swapping HPV <laughs> A New York romance We had the same strain So we really didn't even need to swap <laughs> Romantic <It's> So romantic <laughs> Just getting sloppy sloppy drunk Exchanging fluids, waking up in the morning, not really remembering what we'd done. Uh, here's me and Joe DeRosa. You're so funny, Joe. Thanks. Always been one of my faves. Me Joe too. and I um, used to date. Yeah. Uh, like so, like literally ten years ago at this. Point. No, 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 eight years ago. Yeah, 2010, uh, yeah. I think, is when I moved to town. Actually, you know what? Is it that? I, I, I actually thought it was. No, it was. It's longer than that because I've been in LA for five years. Yeah. And I. I moved here in 2010. Okay. I know it definitely was 2010. Okay. So yeah, 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 I yeah, guess yeah. eight years ago. Um, or nine years ago now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm, 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 uh, I'll stand, I'm proud of it. You're a cool guy. Thank you. You're one of the ones that I'm like, oh yeah, I dated that comedian. Like when people talk about comedians they've dated, I'm like, Joe DeRosa, yeah. Thank you. I mean, I'm not, I'm one of many. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only comedian that I speak, freak, freak, speak freely about, you know, if somebody Having asks dated, me, I'll be yeah. like, yeah, yeah, but- and and only not because I don't respect the other ones, but just because you and I have had it a sort of a public conversation about yes. it. Everybody else I try to respect their privacy and you yeah, know. it hasn't ended well with the other ones. <laughs> is no, what no, I'm gleaning from no, this. no, no, no. I swear to God, it's I'm still friends with yeah. I, I think all of them. No, no, no. But I we think. both t- speak publicly about it and yeah. like 
Yeah, someone made a joke uh, on the Voss roast I was mentioned. Someone made a joke about you and said I was your best credit or something like that. And I really appreciated that. Uh, <laughs> really? God, that tickled me so much. That I is loved a good it. joke. That's really I, funny. And I often walk by your old apartment where um, we used to go, after, blackout drunk, um, back where you lived. It's yeah. Bill Burr's apartment. Is it still his apartment? Uh, yeah, as far as I know. But, you were uh, living there. Yeah, I was living there, and uh, he. Because uh, it's or, in the neighborhood, right down the street from yeah, here. Yeah, we uh, we would um, we had the, I, I had a great time with you. I was, I was thinking about the other day so when, fun. when Roland texted me to come on. I just was like reminiscing, and I was just we would have like those sometimes those like epic like thirteen hour uh, hangouts. Yeah, that would start <laughs> and end with a drunk, and in oh, between yeah. was like it, sleepover drinking. and lunch and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. like. It was fun. It was so fun. But we used to get blackout drunk, and you were always down to, like, drink more, which was, like, right up my alley. <laughs> like, you oh, you never wanted the party to end. And that's why they would yeah. turn into 13-hour hangs is because Joe doesn't want the party to end. Like, yeah. he wants you to hang out. He wants you to watch Twilight Zone <laughs> marathons all day. Yeah. Then he wants to cook, and then he wants to go. Like, you like a good, long, extended hang. It's a loud silence when everybody leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care for it. Um, the first. Well, the first time, the fir- you're the only woman I ever did this with. Uh, I met you. I, I, I we were friends on MySpace, and I and I had like a, a, a distant crush. I thought you were cute, like, but I only knew you from pictures on my. This is right. before you could even put like your clips on MySpace or anything. Yeah. So I just knew who you were, and you were a comic, and I was I was like, man, that that Nikki is uh, she's cute. I'd love to meet her. And then one day I met you at comics, uh, and you left, and I was like. Fuck, that was Nikki Glazer. I could have fucking met her finally. And I called Amy and I was like, give me Nikki Glazer's phone number. I'm gonna call her. And Nikki and Amy was like, uh okay, I guess so. And I was like, Yeah, and I just called you blind. I remember and I was like And I hey, picked up. Yeah. We met for like five minutes yesterday, but I wanna hang out with you. And uh I remember where I was. That's I was so on the, bold. I was on the end train going back to a story. It like just came out of the for both of you, that was bold. I mean, just picking up. I know, picking up, I was just like, what? I don't know why I'm picking this up, this number. And then um, and then you asked me out, and it was the first time a guy had asked me out, and I was like, okay. Like, I just didn't get asked. No one asks out anyone like that. <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, I can't say no to this. And we had fun talking. And um, and then what did we do? What was the first? Was it the Faith No More concert? No, no, no. That was that was much later. We... we uh... I was coming back from a gig and you were doing cabin, or at least hanging out at cabin. Oh yes! And I met you at cabin, and I remember I was with Soda. It was back when Soda still drank. Yes. And I was like, I, I think this is a date. I don't know. I'm not sure what's happening, but I think I think it's a date. And uh, and I met you at uh, um, cabin, and we were drinking, and then the night started to die down. And I remember I said to you, I go, do you want to get 40 ounces and go back to my house? And you're like, yeah. I know. You're <laughs> always like, oh, fun. Yeah. That sounds so fun to me right now. Like, just getting wasted and continuing to get wasted with disgust. And then we would go get, like, you had that place by your house that made, like, the make-your-own-salads at night. Like, they had a full working deli at, like, yeah. 4 in the morning. Yeah. And we would just go get disgusting food and eat yeah. it. Yeah. And then hook up, and it was probably just disgusting. <laughs> I don't even really remember any of the hookups because for those so long ago, and I was so drunk. God, yeah, Joe. It's all, God. it's all very foggy for me. Oh, dear God. It's As so well. foggy for me. I do remember, and this was... Uh, and I brought it up the other day because I I saw Bill Burr for the first time in like for like I've met him in passing a handful of times but like never enough for him to be like 
remember me. Right. And then I was, he walked up to the table at the cellar months ago, and he kind of stood there and he was talking to people. And I go, you know what? The first time I met you, I was like, you walked into Joe DeRosa's bedroom and I was naked in bed. And I thought it would be like a funny story because it is a funny story. Like Bill Burr, I like comedy hero to me. Walks in and I'm in like it was so it was humiliating but it was funny and Joe you were in the bathroom so I was like alone in your bed oh, and wow. Bill just walked in to be like hey Joe you know like he just got into town because <laughs> he owned the apartment so he had yeah. keys so he just walks in and was like oh shit I'm sorry and then I had to like get dressed and he was wait he he you were talking to him in the kitchen and I had to like walk through and be like hi nice to meet you and I brought it up to him when I saw him and he was very uncomfortable with the whole mention <laughs> of this story and I was like oh I thought it'll be like a funny story. It didn't go over that great. <laughs> but do you remember that? Uh, no. A little bit. Did a that little bit. A lot? I didn't remember being there. I remember, I thought, I remembering that I was doing, I, I thought I was at the radio and you just stayed behind. No, oh, maybe. Like I went to do like Opie and Anthony at like 5 a.m. or something and you stayed and, and then like Bill walked in because he was, I don't know. Yeah, it was one of Look, those it's all moments. Blurry, it's all but it was a good blur. Times. And then we hated each other for a bit. Yeah. And didn't talk. But that's the thing. It's like I, we were just talking about how when when you don't like something and something offends you, you're just like, I want it to eh, I want it right. to cut it off. I'm like very much like that with men and friends or like anything, like just black and white, like either all or nothing. And right. I think we did that a couple of times of like. Yeah, we had our falling outs. But you have those with people. Uh, yeah. So sometimes I don't, you know. I'm kind of I remember one time seeing you and being like, Oh, he's not talking to me right now. Okay, good to know. I didn't know that. Well, he's made that up and you just get a sense of someone where they're like across the bar and you're like, We're not gonna make eye contact or acknowledge that we're both in here. You did that for like a year to me. And here we go. And now I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We've reached the very end. Andrew. That was unbelievable. Um, thank you so much for everyone for following me and Andrew T. Because you have Andrew T. Collin. Follow us on our journey in Los Angeles. We're here the next week. Uh, in we'll be, Austin. And then we'll be in Austin. If you're listening to this podcast, you live in the Austin area. We will be in Austin next week. Andrew can't wait because he really feels like he might get laid in that town. There's a strong chance. There's a strong chance? Yeah. Well, I have my own room. Mm, yes, you have uh, your own room. 100%. I'm calling my shot right now. I will get laid in Austin. And I swear if I don't, I'll jump off a bridge. Okay, I'm. I don't want you to jump off a bridge, but I'm dying for you not to get laid in Austin because you are so sure of it right now. So, if anyone's listening, please do not have sex with Andrew Collin in Austin next weekend at Cap City Comedy Club. I'll be there. Andrew will be there. It's going to be a great time. The Queen of Squirt Nation, Carlisle Forrester, will be doing guest spots. We'll see you there. Thank you for listening to the pod this week. Uh, love you. We'll see you next week, next Friday. A new episode. I just burped when I said Friday. I hope you caught it. Bye. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.